everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's John Bozica. 10 until noon, Monday through Friday. Here on 1480 WHBC. All right. Next discussion here, we have uh, Dr. Joel Duff, professor of biology at the University of Akron. We're going to talk more about the variants, might even bring up the vaccine. Uh, We're going to talk about all those things here and get the uh, ideas from a true professional in his field, and that is Dr. Joel Duff from the University of Akron. Dr. Duff, thanks for joining the show as always, my friend. Thanks. Good morning, John. Morning to you, and um, thanks for being here. As I said, you know, I, I I know that the variants continue to affect us in different ways, and I know that they continue to be a concern. Um, you know, they're they're really starting to take over this thing, aren't they, Doctor Duff? Yeah, the the Delta variant is is becoming the worldwide uh, common variant now. Uh, I hesitate to even say that. You know they're taking over. Uh, this is just uh, this is just what happens with viruses, and um, the Delta variant is just the newest kid on the block, and it's the one we're dealing with now. Yeah, you know, and I I, I guess my question is, which states are being affected by this most at this point, and is Ohio even being affected by this variant at this point, or are we still pretty low? We're pretty low. And uh, I, I try to look up current numbers, but they're about a week out of date, which means a lot in this time. But uh, they were only about 1% of viruses that were being tested in Ohio were the Delta variant a week ago. I suspect that's a little higher now, but uh, that's not very much. You know, compare that to Missouri, where it's 22%, uh, California, 12%, Colorado, 12 to 15%. Uh, those are all. Uh, huge growth. They were one percent or two percent just a few weeks ago. So that could be could be our future. But there is one difference between those states and Ohio, uh, and that is the vaccination rate is much lower uh, in most of those states, particularly in Missouri. We're only uh, I think twenty uh, percent. I'm sorry, thirty percent of people are vaccinated there. So the vaccination rates directly play into how the variant spreads, right? Oh, I, I think that. Uh, it, it's becoming very evident. Uh, if, if we didn't have any other things to divide us in this country, uh, there's now a clear division between places that have less vaccination and higher COVID rates. And those places that have higher vaccination rates have lower COVID rates. Uh, and that's becoming a more clear distinction every day. So how do we change that <laughs> division dr duff i know i know i'm asking you to become a poli sci professor here for a second but how do we change that division um we keep working at uh, a variety of different levels uh you know one is education but education isn't isn't the only thing i i think when people um see the effects in their community that's when they react and unfortunately that that takes actually seeing it in your community before you you realize uh, some people will see it too late um but uh, you know, we're, you know, all different ground roots forces are out there trying to convince people to vaccinate. We are, uh, 
you know, honestly, I'm stumped. You can hear it in my voice. It's it's kind of frustrating. Um, uh, like all the bullets have been uh, have been uh, used, and uh, it's becoming very difficult to get any uh, higher vaccination rate. And I think that's because of the pervasive misinformation that's out there. And that's not something that we can overturn in one day. It's a long-term project. You know, and Dr. Jewel Duff is my guest here, professor of biology at the University of Akron. I feel like more and more doctors, more and more people in the medical field continue to be stumped like you are at this point by why vaccination rates are low, why people continue to deny this thing, why people continue to use misinformation. In in all the times that you've studied, you know, different diseases, different things from a biological standpoint, have you ever seen anything like this in history that had this type of reaction to it, Dr. Duff? I can't think of a direct analogy. Um, I, I think that there has always been resistance uh, simply because of our human nature. We, we, we are a divided people. We always have different interests, and so that results in, in different approaches to problems. Um, the problem today, I, I think, is just the, the vast amount of information and misinformation that is uh, available on the Internet. Uh, and although the Internet gives us information, it's easier to spread misinformation than it ever was in the past. Uh, and we're an open, free nation, free speech. We allow this kind of thing, and I'm, I'm not discouraging that at all. Um, and so you see nations that uh, control their uh, information. Uh, they, they have higher vaccination rates, but part of that is forcing people to do it. And I'm not in favor of that either. So it's a conundrum. It's, 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 it's something where I, I think we've lost faith in our leaders and when you lose faith in your leaders, it's your leaders that are asking you to do things. And uh, if we don't trust our leadership, then we tend to find other rationale and other reasons not to uh, do what they wish. And uh, we've, we've undermined our, our leadership in this country over many, many years now. And I think we're seeing the fruits of our labor. Sorry, I'm going on a political rant now. No, uh, Trying no. to stick to science. No, I, I get it, but I, I also understand why those frustrations are starting to peek in because it seems as though the lines between science and politics are no longer separate lines, Dr. Duff. You know, it seems like they've been drawn together anymore. Doesn't it seem that way to you? Yeah, I, I'm frustrated as a scientist because I see a lot of my fellow scientists and I've been I've been watching and reading a lot of virologists and and seeing how frustrated they are because they're they're working so hard to try to solve problems, and and science is a is a is a back and forth and they debate with each other, um, but then um, you know politicians and other news folks and so forth they they see things and they spin those things to their own messages, and scientists kind of got gotten pulled into this and so they're afraid to even speak a lot of them, uh, lest their words be used uh, you know against them. Um, but the way the way science works is we are incrementally learning and we make mistakes. And what we didn't understand a year ago, we understand better now. But sometimes our words are held against us from something we might have said a year ago. Um, it's something where we have to come, you know, we're trying to come together and advance our knowledge all the time. Uh, but it's, it's just become very frustrating because the politics is so heavily involved and in and in, and. In, influencing the scientific community. I mean, some people are afraid of losing their funding because they might say something that offends somebody who has the control of their funding. 
It's Dr. Joel Duff, professor of biology at the University of Akron, who is my guest. You know, I, I, I think back to last year how at the start, everyone was kind of, you know, pretty much dedicated into trying to beat this thing. It seemed that way. It seemed like the yeah. majority of the United States was there. And then as we got further and further along into having to do things, people became less and less dedicated. I, I just can't remember a time where where something like this that could literally kill people has been viewed that way. You know, I, I can't remember that that time in history, Dr. Duff. Yeah, I, I think I think there might be, well, there's no perfect analogy, but I think there are some, probably some wars in which people were very, you know, got together patriotically and, and uh, were very supportive and everyone voted to do something. And then as things get messy, what happens is, you have people naysayers who say, well, no, we really shouldn't have done that, or we should have done this. And it's easy in hindsight to, to look back and see mistakes and then judge, you know, the original intent. Uh, and eventually you end up with fractionation into, into different parties and different different uh, opinion sets. And I, I think that that's what we have here. And unfortunately, it's, it's, it's not really going to get easier because we're going to live in a society going forward where there's going to be patchy uh, – problems with this virus that it's not going to go away uh and there's going to be people that feel perfectly comfortable where they're at perfectly safe and they're not going to be willing to be all on board with helping out another group that maybe is having trouble so it it it, it it's it's we're set up for you know another difficult year really uh politically and socially uh because of covid and until we get that full buy-in that people need do you think there's going to be a time where we have to go back to wearing masks, where we have to go back to being indoors? Or do you think that's coming again in the winter, Doctor Duff? Uh, yes and no. I think yet yeah, no. I don't think that. I, I seriously doubt we're going to get to a point where things are shut down, or even everyone is required to make a, wear a mask everywhere. Because I think the vaccines are very powerful, and there's a good case to be made that uh, being vaccinated gives you a great enough protection you don't need to do that however i think we are looking at a situation where like say schools you know that we've had schools in this area just a couple of years ago that would close down for several days because of the flu right to get to control of the flu virus too many teachers were sick or too many students were out um i think what we're going to see next next year is flu season is going to come and we're going to have COVID as well that's like a double whammy we're going to have both of those viruses circa at the same time and Without masking, both of them are going to increase. And so what I think we will have is, okay, we're going to need to have masks in schools in this particular county for the next month, right? It's going to be local. It's going to be like we can see the outbreak over here. Let's get a hold of that. Let's take a week off school. I think maybe masking in schools might help us prevent having school closures and teachers out of school. Um, and I think we'll have people that are more willing to mask when they see that particular problem in their, in their local community. Uh, I don't think there'll be support for statewide initiatives, and I don't think the governors have enough, you know, they're not going to be willing to kind of go that far again. Dr. Joel Duff, professor of biology at the University of Akron, I always appreciate your time, sir, and uh, look forward to having you on again soon in the future, all right? All right. Thank you very much.